Ho, oh, we are live. Hey, folks, welcome back to another episode of Mountain Bike Q&A. I'm your host, Johnny Yu. Um, thank you guys so much for, for joining in, watching it, or uh, as I always like to say, I'm also on the, uh, the Spotify and the YouTube, uh, not the YouTube, what do you call that? The iTunes. I'm just a bag of rocks, folks, but you know that, and that's why you come here. I'm a bag of rocks, and you like seeing somebody fumble. Just kidding. But I thank you guys. Uh, look at this. Let's go. Look at this. Medi's in the house. Hello from Palm Springs. Jarno, all the way from Finland. Ladies and gentlemen, Fractured Rider. Holy cow. We got, holy cow. Here we go. We got Trail Monster, too. What's going on, buddy? Thank you guys so much. I appreciate all of you people for uh, coming on, watching it later, listening to it on Spotify. Again, if you're listening to it on Spotify, feel free to leave one of those little stars or a comment or subscribe, whatever, whatever you guys do. It helps me. I'm going to do this no matter what, because it's a passion project and I just love meeting great people like the person I have on tonight, Sage. Um, I do want to say a special thanks to Antonio Suarez, who is the head, what do you call that? A trail boss. Antonio Suarez is the trail boss at Amelia Earhart, mountain bike trails here in Miami. I came home last night from vacation. There was a big box full of stuff, a bunch of stickers. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, folks. I've got a squeaker for my handlebars. How you doing? Look at that. Amelia. If you see me on the trails, I have a couple more of these. If you recognize this face for some odd reason, feel free to stop me and say, Hey, you got an extra squeaker. I'm a big fan. He also sent me over some teas. Look at that. Amelia Earhart since 1992. Thank you, Antonio, for uh, sending me all that stuff. I really appreciate it, which brings me to my next thing. Folks, if you see a trail builder like Antonio and his crew or anyone at Virginia Key or your local trails, and you see a guy with a weed whacker, a, a chainsaw, whatever, take a second. Thank them. A lot of these guys are volunteers. Um they're taking time out of their day. You know, they got nine to fives, families. Um, thank them. And if you have any way of being able to donate, if there's websites to go on, donate back to the trails that you ride. They're they're free when you're there. You're like, oh, I get to ride this trail for free. But someone is busting their butt and spending their own money on, on making these trails. And, and Antonio, I thank you guys and your boys over there because this is one of my favorite trails here in Miami. So... With that said, I'll stop talking because I'm, oh, no, no, we're not going to stop talking. Oh, hold on. There you go. Shout out. Let's go. Trail Monster, he's in Tucson. Let, let's bring Sage on. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll stop talking. Sage, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Oh, this is great. Thank you. I've said it a million times. I'm going to say it a million times more. Thank you so much for coming on this channel. No, no. Pleasure's all mine. Stop it. Hold on. We got some people in the house. You saw the people before because he was in the back. Anthony Vega, looking forward to this chat. Who Do you know Anthony Vega? I, I do. He's, he's one of my best friends. One of your best friends. Uh, could you be my friend and hit subscribe and like? <laughs> and without further ado, because we've been talking about these kids before we even got on the channel. Where I just hit the button, folks. Brian and Aaron is in the house, B&E, MTB, Brian on a bike. 
Aaron. They are so excited. I'm excited to have them on because I think you were on the chat or you were in the comment section when I was talking to them and the algorithm loved you and it brought me right here. Look at Avon Marv. Okay, there's there's my brother Sage. Yes, Marvin. Love that guy. Marvin, holy cow, you're bringing them all in now. I tell you, he's from Canada. You're getting Canada now. Holy cow, we got Finland, we got Canada, we got Cremona. I'm horrible with reading. That's Mark. That's okay. That's Mark. We'll just call him Mark. How you doing, Mark? What's going on, man? The, okay, Trail Pimp. Yes, it's going to be a great show because look at this guy's smile. Look at Sage's smile. My God. It's not just your smile. It's it's the smiling eyes that get me. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm done blowing sunshine up your butt. <laughs> How are you doing? How's how's where, now? Where are you from? Born and raised in the Philadelphia area. Um, so right on the east coast. If you're international, I'm on the east coast in Pennsylvania, and mm -hmm. been here all my life. Really? Okay, Pennsylvania. Now I just interviewed someone recently from Pennsylvania, and they called it Pennsylvania. Have you heard of that? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. If you. Go farther out west, you get into Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's a completely different world. Okay, so you're in the you're you're in the the main hub. Yes, yes, you're like a Pennsylvania. You're not Pennsylvania. No, no, no. I, I'm I'm probably about like ten minutes from Center City, Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Yeah, very metropolitan. You bring in the Dusty Dutchman. So have you found the two most handsome men on TV tonight? Mm -hmm. You stop that, buddy. You stop that. There's only one, and that's right over there. Oh this, yeah, it's backwards. It messes me up so bad. Just whatever you think, it's the opposite. Okay. It's a podcast night. Mark Mark from the segment. Mark Hill, ladies and gentlemen. This is great. You, you're bringing them on. What is, okay, so we were talking about this earlier. You just took a sip of coffee, buddy. All day. All day. It's eight o'clock. What are you doing? How are you going to sleep? Sleep. Please. Sleep. Who needs sleep? Sleep when you're dead. That's right. <laughs> so you're in the Pennsylvania area. Um, you're wearing a flannel. What, is the weather getting good up there now? I tell you, Brian, Brian on a bike inspired me. And I was like, you know what? What says mountain biking more than a flannel? So here I am. There you go. I just, the t-shirts just keep. Keep coming. <laughs> oh, here you go. Brian says it best. YouTube, yep, YouTube right here, buddy. And then three. It's three a.m. for for Jarno here. Man, you you. I mean, I can't keep up with all this. I can't. He loves your shirt because you know he's a flannel guy. Now, it's mountain bike life, absolutely. So okay, you're a YouTuber. Were you a, a always a YouTuber? Were you a mountain biker first? Were you you got a jumping bike back there? You do running. Talk to me how the the progression of 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 where you're you're at now. Well, um, I I have my background is actually in production. So I did production for about twenty two years, um, working with my father who had his own own company. Uh, I didn't pick up mountain biking till probably 
early 30s, so probably about 14, 15 years ago. Oh. And and then somewhere along the line, I married the two together. You know, my love for for production and creation uh, with my love for for mountain biking. So, but before uh, being a mountain biker, I was pretty much always active all my life. You know, whether it was basketball, soccer, or whatever. So, mm-hmm. transitioning to mountain biking was pretty easy for me. And then running, you asked about running. I I picked up running probably about maybe three, three or four years ago. And, and I just absolutely love trail running. It's, it, it has a lot of similarities to mountain biking. So again, it was a very easy transition to make. That's, that's, it, I want to go back to this your production because we'll, we'll talk about how incredible what you do is. Again, seriously, this is going to be an hour or so of me just sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> But, but you were in production. Are you still in production other than YouTube or? No. So uh, my father dissolved the company probably about two years ago. So I've been doing full-time YouTube for about a year and a half to two years, somewhere in there. Wow. What, now, what did you do in production? Were you camera guy or were you all hands on or? So small company, you, you learn to put on a lot of hats. So uh, I did, I did a lot of camera work. I did a lot of audio work. Um, a lot of post post work and editing, uh, graphic design, website building, all, all everything you name it, wow. just multimedia in general. So yeah, pretty pretty good variety of skills to have, and it, it worked out great transitioning to YouTube because, yeah. as you know, in YouTube you have to wear several hats. You know, I have to create the thumbnails, I have to shoot the video, I have to edit the video, and so all the things that I've learned over the 22 years in production have just like really just meshed right over just seamlessly. Yeah, I find that amazing that you were in it, in the uh, the production side, and you still are in the production side. Because I told you, I'm, I'm a, a videographer for a, a television station down here, and I do the lighting, the mic, you know, the, the audio, the camera work, and all that. But when I come home, this is why I have a podcast. Yeah, I don't have to do any of that. And when I, I feel like when I do do that it's so much work and I feel like I'm not up to par because I shoot for news. I gotta be honest, content creators have upped the bar. Do you feel like that? Like have, have being in the production side and then you're like, I can't just throw together something and put it up. It's it's, I think you have two ends of the spectrum, right? You have uh, content creators that, that just produce a lot of content and, you know, at a lower quality and then you have the opposite end of that uh spectrum with like the casey neistats and the the peter mckinnons who who don't put out as much content but their quality is just like ridiculous through the roof you know so i think i think you have those two sides and i'm trying to like navigate the the middle there although i i would probably say that i i lean more toward the the peter mckinnon you know casey neistats side and that you know I, i don't have the best camera equipment, but I, I do spend a lot of time um, monitoring the quality. Yeah, it's, 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 it's fun. I just think that's interesting. I didn't know you had a background in production. I, I don't want to do any of that stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's when I do, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm not doing it well enough mm. because I'm just so like, just throw it together. I mean, I've done a few where I've been pretty proud of, but it's just funny. It's, it's so much work, but this is your work. 
yeah, this is this is this is what I love to do. I mean, there's there's not much in in this YouTube life that that I don't like. I just I enjoy the process from start to finish. Oh, I'm trying to keep up. I, I told you, I'm a squirrel. I get squirrel. Straight line up in the house, Jacob. What's going on? Um, you now. Okay, I, sorry, another squirrel. Lauren Oxenberg, South Florida listening. Thank hey. you. All right. Thank you. Okay, this is what I've been waiting for, um, Mr. Sage. This is my wife, mountain bike TNA. Johnny, if you were full-time YouTube, you wouldn't hate the production side. Yes, you're right. Okay, okay. Do we need to – she's a lot of work. I'm sorry. You're going to see her a lot. <laughs> she's an awesome lover. Um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. We talked so much before, folks. It's like uh, I'm, like, ready to wrap up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I like um, – I think that was permission. Okay, I quit my job. Thank you. This is two weeks notice. Sage, this is what I get way back, way, I'm going way back now. Sage, that's an interesting name. Is that a family name or? So my actual name is, is Sagey. So it's S-E-I-J-I. -I, and um, it's from my uh, great grandfather on my mother's side, who's Japanese. So I'm, I'm half Japanese. Um, my mother is Japanese and then Italian on the other side. Which is why I talk with my hands so much. Yeah, I talk. I'm Polish. I don't know why I'm using my hands so much. <laughs> That's great. It's a great name, and it and it great. It goes well with what what you're doing. Your name for your. <clears throat> Sorry, your your YouTube. I'm losing it here, folks. I don't know what's going on. It's just smile. Darn it! I just get lost in it. Just smile again. <laughs> so. I went, I did a deep dive, not deep dive. You started this. When did you decide I'm going full blown? I'm YouTubing it. Yeah. So that was probably about two years ago. Um, I was, I was, the company, my dad's company was slowly starting to dissolve. And, and what happened was all the things that I really enjoyed doing, like uh, graphic design, uh, video production, all those things were starting to disappear. Um, a lot of that business moved offshore. So what I was left with was a lot of live production and uh, I, I cannot stand doing live production. And so um, once all, all the business started to becoming more live production, I, I realized like how unhappy I was. So uh, I guess I had like a midlife crisis and, and I, I was just like, what can I do with mountain biking and kind of revive all this creative energy that I had? And so two years ago, I, I decided to take the leap and, you know, I had a little bit of money saved up and yeah, I just, I, I kind of went for it, which is kind of backfiring, firing, but you know, <laughs> no, stop it. Um, I gotta, I gotta ask you, is it, was that a, was that a hard decision to, no. to, to, to just go, I'm going to take the YouTube leap because as, as we know, I mean, you're you're obviously doing it full time, but as anybody who's starting out or has been doing it for two years, still, you know, it, it, it's hard to take that leap and say, I'm going to trust myself to do this and because you don't know. It's a leap of faith. I mean, it's it, did you have like a, I need, I'll do this and if it doesn't work kind of plan? I, I didn't. I'm, I'm 
very fortunate in that I had some money saved up. Um, and so the goal was to try and get this thing off the ground. And I mean, arguably probably not as successful as I, I wanted to be. I, I haven't hit that. Like most people have that growth curve where it like kind of shoots up. Mine's more yeah. kind of linear at this point. Um, but the decision to, to actually go for it, that was, that was an easy one. I mean, I just, like I said before, I, I absolutely love what I do from start to finish. There's really not much in the process mm -hmm. of building a video that I don't enjoy, you know, uh, from building the thumbnails, the graphic design to, you yeah. know, making a website and, and, you know, designing shirts and all this stuff. Like there's so many components and so many different hats that you have to wear that that's just exciting for me. Like I, yeah. I, I think to a detriment, I think, I think I'm a workaholic <laughs> and uh, I just, for me, that kind of stuff, I, I mean, I just called it work, but it, it, it really doesn't feel like work. You know, I'll spend 50, 60, 70 hours, you know, sometimes, uh, but it just, it doesn't feel like work because I just love doing it so much. And it's your, it's your, it's your like little baby you're giving birth to every week or however long you, you, I always called it, I, you know, I gave, I gave birth, you know, when I started doing this before I was doing live, you know, you put, and you do, you do pay attention until you're like really huge. You go, am I doing something right? Are people watching, you know, and it's, it is, it's like your little baby. Yeah. 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 I try, I try not to get caught up in the analytics. I mean, we're human, right? So you end yeah. up looking, but it, that's really not the point. You know, when I, when I think about what the channel means to me, what it means to me is, is delivering really good content and taking people with me to different places. Or if I'm reviewing a product, really using my experience and, and just giving everything I have to, to the people that are out there. And, and so if you look at it that way, then the numbers really don't mean anything, right? Because if you're, you're creating what you want and the, I, I may not have a lot of subscribers up and I don't get a lot of views, but the subscribers and the members that I do have are really passionate, you know, like, like oh. all the people that, that came on today, you know, like those people genuinely care, at least I feel like they do yeah. They genuinely care about what I'm producing. And that to me means more than anything. Yeah. I got to tell you, I, I said it before in the beginning, it's, you know, I don't have the numbers. I, I get the views later on, but it is, I looked forward, like today I was giddy. I look yeah. forward to meeting people and, and having people meet you. And I love the guy, these guys and the peanut gallery over here. Like, this is what keeps me going yeah. is, 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 is knowing that I, I'm helping create and I'm sure you are, you're helping a community out, whether they have a problem climbing or, or they want to know about a new product or something. You're bringing everyone together talking about what we love so much. Right? I try. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Brian and Aaron would like, would you change the way you approached it? If you had to do it over again? Good question, guys. You should have your own podcast. Yikes. Brian, oh, <laughs> man. Uh, I think, I think the first thing that I would change is, is I wish that I'd started this earlier. Um, you know, I'm 46 years old now. Um, I wish that I'd picked up mountain biking earlier in my career. And I wish mm -hmm. that I picked up this YouTube channel earlier in my career. Um, you asked me if I, if I regretted it, I, I don't regret it except that 
it, it's getting to the point now where it, had I started this earlier, maybe I would have had that growth growth curve. Um, so that's that's probably the only downside. So would I would I have changed? The only thing I would have changed is, is starting this earlier. Yeah, that's always a woulda, coulda, shoulda thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, you wish you came up during the BKXE and and single track time. Yeah. Well, we come up when we come up, and and I feel like there might be a new wave, if you will. There's always a wave because there's there's other riders after them that you can, and you're one of them, I would say, because because right here, Lawrence Lawrence Ox, Oxenberg, say superior quality content. That's what's getting you. Like oh god, MTB Kaz Ozeki, keep it going. Yes. Thank you. Expanding the, the fracture, Jarno's got it right. You're expanding this mountain bike community. You're bringing us all together. Do you have yeah. a? Do you feel a sense of uh, like you're doing that when you when you get a, a piece done? Do you ever <sighs> think of that, or you think I just put out a good product? I'm happy with this product. I well, th those are two completely different worlds for me. Um, you know, when I'm doing a, a product review. Um, I take it really seriously, and uh, if you watch my reviews, I, I am I am pretty harsh. <laughs> I, I'm very positive when it's when when it's a good product, but when it's it's bad, I I, I tend to rip. And um, one of the things that I, I pride myself on is is coming up with innovative ideas of how to test products because I struggle with like the whole it's my opinion thing. And so yeah. the more that I can come up with with like a traction test, you know, where I'm dragging a tire across some sandpaper. That's, that. that's almost factual. You know, like you can't argue the fact of like, okay, it took this many pounds of pressure to move the tire across the sandpaper and I'm comparing it to another tire. So try and come up with different things like that till that will kind of take the opinion out of it. Um, but I also understand that people are watching this video because they want my opinion um, yeah. for whatever reason. Um, when I'm doing a destination ride, it's it's completely the opposite. I approach the destination rides as, you know, what what would I want to know if I'm going to go to a destination, you know? And and I, I guess the the channel, the passion for the channel, actually started with with destination rides um, because my buddy Dan and I, you know, when we're planning a mountain bike trip, we're going on YouTube and like just ferociously like looking up videos of the different trails that we want to ride, and we're just constantly disappointed with the lack of information mm -hmm. that's out there. Like you really have to just do so much. You have to go on trail forks. You have to watch a million YouTube videos. And, and it's, it's almost a frustrating experience. So when I'm creating a destination video, I'm, I'm thinking about all those things while I'm creating it. So all the, all the trails are always labeled, you know, I'll, I'll put the trail forks rating and I'll label the trail. Um, I try not to do illegal trails, if I know that it's illegal, I, I won't do it. So everything yeah. that you're seeing there is, is pretty much legal. Um, I put a massive description in there of how to get to the trails, uh, where the best place to park is, the intros, the outros. I just, I yeah. try and make it as a complete video as possible. There's so much to pick your brain. Gosh, I want to, <laughs> just want to close this out and you teach me how to YouTube. <laughs> My wife brings up an interesting thing, goofy like, but the birth of, of this channel is a tough one. The hormones, the mood swings, the screaming during labor, she's still recovering. But it brings up an interesting point. 
Thank you, honey. Were there growing pains when you first birthed this, your channel? Were there points where you were starting out and you're like, I don't want to put this out. I'm, I'm not fine tuned enough or there, I just, I need, maybe I should add this. Was there a lot of second guessing or you were just like, ah, at that point you were like, this is YouTube. I'll work my way through it. I think a lot, much like many creators, you know, if I, 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 I look back at those like first, probably about 10 videos and it's like a cringe fest, you know, I, I, I was in the business. <laughs> Everyone for, does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was in the business for 22 years, but that's, that's behind the camera. Right. That was not in front of the camera. So that was a completely different transition. It took me a while to figure out how to be in front of a camera, you know, and, and I think one, one great piece of advice um, that someone gave me was, you know, if you enjoy what you're doing, you should smile. And, and I was like, all serious, you know, deliberately like the first 10 videos is like completely serious, very dry. And uh, when, when, when uh, they said that to me, I was like, yeah, why, why am I not smiling? I like the product. Why wouldn't I just smile? So it took me a really long time to kind of like find my groove and just let my personality come out, you know, cause yeah. I, I think if you ask anybody that's written with me, um, what you see on the camera is, is me like that, that I'm not putting on a show. This isn't like, I don't like hang up this podcast and I'm like this, like, you know, grumpy guy. No, like I'm genuinely a, a happy person. I, I talk like this. I act like this. I use my no. hands like this. Like, yeah, nothing really changes. I just, I didn't know how to do that on camera. I just came across very rigid. Yeah, I, and that takes a minute. Like I, like I said, we were talking, everyone knows on that I did entertainment reporting for the longest time. And then I turned into this and I literally, like you look at my first few like teasers for this. I'm like, hi folks. <laughs> it was John. And I was never like that on TV. I'm like, I am now I'm, I'm wired. I'm, I'm full of energy and that's how I am. But yeah. I didn't know how this community would receive me mm. at first. And then I started diving more and I, I noticed your, your, your goofier, Instagrammers say you're, I don't want to compare myself to any of the, the popular ones, the, the Colorado kid or, or, you know, whoever, all those, the goofy people drawing a blank right now. Um, and then I was like, you know what I need to be, it really is funny how YouTube, you, you forget how to be you sometimes. And I had me forever. And then all of a sudden get on YouTube and I'm like, Hey everyone, Johnny, you here from Mountain Bike. Oh, look. My, my, my guest tonight, you're going to really love. And it was yeah. just really weird. I'm like, why am I talking like this? Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, we got Dan Fields here. Dan, thank you so much for joining in. You know, Dan? Dan, Dan, Dan is my, my leading guy. He's the one that you'll see in all the, all the videos. Well, most of the videos. Okay. Dan, thanks so much for joining in. Hit that subscribe button. Backyard Shredder is in there. He's saying, hey. Holy cow, you're getting everyone here. Um, he talked with his, oh, sorry. Brian and Aaron, he talked with his hands even while riding. <laughs> oh, you, you, you just, you're, you're a happy guy. Um, so, yeah, so you started this YouTube channel. You found yourself. And I love it because, hold on, let's, let's, let's bring it up. Do you mind? There we go. I'm bringing up, if you're listening to Spotify, I'm bringing up his uh, YouTube channel. It's Trail Sage, at Trail Sage, no spaces. 
Um, you really do. I did a deep dive and I love, I'll go down what he was talking about. I'll go down to his first video. God. This great. This is great folks. We don't have to we won't listen to it, but I mean, look, look at your face there. It really yeah. was. When you're launching, you got to pay the bills folks. But I, you're talking about how the progression of you being Mr. Smiley and being you, let's go ahead and not pay the bill and skip that. Look, look oh, at I purchased this shoe probably about a few months back. And so far I have about 60 miles on them and I don't love them, but I don't hate them either. <laughs> He's laughing right now. I'll take that. I'll remove that. But if you fast forward, I won't remove it. Let me let me fast forward to, and I love this, folks. You got to get a, a just a, a good taste of what he is now. Just even your thumbnail. We are at. Hold on. Oh my gosh! We are about to do the here. Sage, please forgive me. <laughs> please forgive me. This is what I've already thought of. It was. Oh, hold on. And today I'm at my buddy Dan's house yeah, because he, he just got a pump track installed in his backyard. Well, I got a ton of questions, so let's go talk to him. And you're telling me it took you, you know, you said it took about 10 videos and were you just analyzing constantly going, um, I, I, I don't know. It was really, you know, I, I am really fortunate in that I have a pretty good group of friends and family that just give it to me straight. Like there's just no, there's no uh, Anthony and Dan, you know, those, those guys, you know, they, they don't hold, hold the punches, you know, and if, yeah. if it's crap, they tell me it's crap, but probably the biggest influence in my life is my dad. You know, oh, wow. he's been doing production for, you know, 40, 50 years. And so um, he's, he's a very nice guy, but he comes from production. So when I show him a video, <laughs> He just rips it to shreds. There's no like, oh, this was nice. It's just like, nope, this has got to go. That's got to go. That's got to go. No, you're not smiling. You're not you got to love like, that. Yeah. I, well, you know, right? Because you came from production. You know, when you're when you're in that production setting, there's no niceties. You know, the show has to go on. And so that people just give it to you straight. And that kind of information is just invaluable. You know, so I, I just, I probably owe everything this whole channel probably to my dad, you know, he's just oh. been an absolute integral piece to getting this to where it's at. You know, I, I don't use any of our equipment, all the equipment that mm -hmm. I have is my own, but I have to say, I do rely on his wisdom and, and his advice. And so all the things that you see in those videos, that's all because of him, you know, I'm just able to ask him questions. I'm able to have him, Give me advice when I need it, and it's yeah. it's just been working out great. You can make me tear up, man. Thanking family and stuff. Like, thank you, Dad. Oh, <laughs> Mia from the Women's Mountain Bike Network joined in. God, I don't know if I said hey uh, to Seth. Seth was here. Hey, wait a minute, Seth. Thank you for being here and not there. So that was that was Dan Fields Pump Track. That's yeah. your backyard. That's your friend's backyard. How often do you get on that thing? I only got on there once. Unfortunately, my buddy Dan got into a pretty bad uh, accident on one of our trips, so he's been out of commission. But I do plan on getting back there. No, that's that. As Mia would say, that's that's amazing um, because I've been trying. I've been posting. I posted a couple shorts 
of me on a pump track. It's made out of wood. It's really tight. It's not loose and, and wow, there's no big berms. It's a tight berm and I'm not good at it. And I, I want to work on it. It's just funny. It's that looks fun. That looks like something I could work on. This is a wooden pump track. I got to tell you, I, again, you figured out the algorithm, I guess. I didn't. But I posted one video of me on a pump track. I got like 11,000 views. It was like my biggest short. I'm like, I did horribly on a pump track. I said, I I guess I have to do really bad to get views. I'm going to flub this whole thing right now. Have you figured it out? <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I don't know what hits, what doesn't. I don't worry about it. I just, I make content that I want to make and hopefully everybody else enjoys it. Oh, that's so good. I love that. I love that attitude. Now we, let's back up outside of YouTube, but it's part of YouTube. How are the trails in your neighborhood and in your area? Talk to me about those. Man, I, I got to tell you, Johnny, I, I am I'm, I'm so blessed. I, I have uh, in this tri-state area. So we have um, I guess you could even include New York, but just New Jersey, Pennsylvania, uh, Delaware. You have you name it. You know, you want flow trail. We got flow trail. You want rocks. We got rocks. You want jumps. We got jumps. I mean, everything in this area. Um, the things that I love to focus on are 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 slow speed tech. That's probably where. That's probably where I excel the most. Um, I, I tend to stay away from flow trails and, and stuff like that. They're, they're, that's not what gets me going. You know, that's yeah. not what I get, get up and, and want to go ride. Um, I just, I love rocks. I love rocks. I love skinnies. The more technical it is, the better. Uh, I'm a terrible jumper. Uh, if you watch my channel, you know, you know, it's one of those things that I've been, I've been struggling with and I, I've been trying to work on it, but yeah, I, I just love rocks. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm horrible at jumping as an old man. I used to do it as a kid. As an old man, I, I the, the courage, I, I lack it, and I've been trying. I've been working on it. I didn't post something a couple of weeks ago when I went riding. I, I jumped a little. I got a little bit of air. It was okay. It was okay. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not whipping it like Remy or anything like that. <laughs> but you do have the serious hold on serious rocks where you are. Oh yeah. Like I've oh. watched a few videos. You look like uh was British Columbia or like something BCO BC BCPOV would put up you know, like the rock slabs that you got. I yeah. mean they're not like cliffs, but good lord you guys got some rocks there. Yes, and, yes. And you seem to sniff them out too on your eyes. You're like yes absolutely we um our our favorite, uh, Dan and I, our, our favorite place to ride is, is in Reading uh, at a place called Mount Penn. And uh, again, just so blessed to have this trail system there because it's got rocks. It's got, it's got all kinds of riding, but that, that area has allowed me to progress my skills so that when I go to other places like New England, um, you know, it, it just makes it all that more, more fun because I've had the, the training, I guess, at Mount Penn. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, we do sniff out that stuff. I just, I just can't get enough of it. Yeah. It's funny. Like there was one where there was a spine and it looks like it was off the trail, but you, and you just, and you brought your buddy with you. You're like, now let's try this. 
And let's go. Oh, look at this. It looks like a, a 90 degree angle. Yeah. It looks like a straight down wall. Let's go ahead and do that. Yeah. yeah. Another thing is I'm getting older, the steeper stuff gets, I start worrying. Like, as I ride by myself, I'm like, if I fall. Yeah. But see, you guys fall and you're on a rock and you're in dirt down here. It's a two foot wide uh, board. It's made out of boards, wood like this. Yeah. It's two feet wide and it's straight down. And it's like, if I just go off a little bit, Johnny's going to be using his health insurance. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, there he is with the coffee, folks. He's sucking down coffee like it's water. It's nine o'clock at night, eight thirty. Carlos Fierro says, "Great host, great guest, great production value. This this will grow soon. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that, and I'm Thank sure you, Sage does too. I don't know who this is. Um, hold on, where was it?" See, B and E, Brian and Aaron said, Rocks, I love to. Okay, that is Brian. Okay, yes. so Aaron says, Oh, the fails. She likes flow, though. I love how they're typing together. This is great. Do you do ski resort riding? Trail Pent would like to know. Medi would like to know if you do what's up there in Pennsylvania that's ski resort. So we, um, uh, we have two bike parks. We have um, Blue Mountain, which is in, in PA, and then Mountain Creek, which is in uh, uh, like upper uh, New Jersey, almost like New York, like almost that high. Um, oh, that one's a little bit far for me, uh, but I'll try and get to um, uh, Blue Mountain quite a few times a year, probably like three or four times. Um, yeah, I, when we go there, it's funny because like I love tech, but when we go to the bike parks, I, I just do flow trails because I want to work on jumping. Yeah. <laughs> You love get you work on jump. I I I love it because there's so much on your channel. It's it's a little bit of everything. It's not just one thing. It's it's almost like you seek out. Well, what can I? What can I do? What can I do differently? What can I add to this channel? It's a flow. It's a, it's a rock slab. It's tech. It's climbing. It's it's his channel's got everything. And there you have it, folks. We're done. <laughs> where where did oh my gosh where did i go skiing in pennsylvania back in the day was it pennsylvania seven springs oh okay that's yeah pittsburgh pittsburgh area seven springs okay i think i brought that up at another channel it's, or another podcast do they do mountain biking there i know a lot of these resorts at some point switched over and said we can make money off of mountain biking Yes, I think Seven Springs might be closed. I'm not sure, yeah. but yeah, they, they did do it. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's amazing. Gosh, that's taking me back. I was in high school learning how to ski. Oh, my gosh. The, your ski's all inward like that. Yeah. Do, you do, of, do you do a lot of skiing? Because you seem active. Are you are you just, when, you're, when it's wintertime, do you ski, I, snowboard? I do not do any winter activities aside riding the fat bike oh really yep <laughs> and trail running okay trail running by the way jade says hi or jad oh jad yes jad. hi jad oh my gosh so more about these trails that you're are you close is there like a, a distance issue with you or are you just like like me i'm eight miles away from virginia key 35 minutes away from amelia yeah, uh, Mount Penn is probably about an hour drive for me, but it's it's totally worth it. We probably go there every Sunday. Um, 
But I do have other trail systems close to me, like the Wiss, uh, Smedley, a bunch. There's, like I said, I'm, I'm really blessed in this area. Probably like within a half an hour, I probably have like 10 different trail systems and they're all unique. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Are now, are they also open to like, they're not county run or they're not city run or, cause I know during COVID, this is how I got into this during COVID, all our trails were closed. You yeah. couldn't mountain bike. Yeah. Um, it's a mix. It's a mix. Some of them owned by county. Some of them are private. Um, you know, I, I don't think that we experienced many, many shutdown trails um, for the most part for COVID. We, we kept riding. I, I don't think it, I don't think it became an issue. Oh, so you got to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't just, I, yeah, I don't think we ever actually stopped. I think we still continued to, to be able to ride, which was just so awesome. You know, I, I think if I wasn't able to ride or run, that would have really sucked. I mean, you couldn't ride in a group, obviously, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, we, we were still able to ride, which was just an absolute lifesaver. Oh and yeah. And so you've been doing this for, you've been doing this since COVID. Oh was yeah. Kind of yeah, when yeah. you started during COVID? It, well, the channel was going before COVID, but yes, so, COVID hit probably when I decided to go, you know, solo on, on this adventure. So yeah, it kind of <laughs> sucked, but you know. Did that, did, uh, oh God, I don't even know. There's so much to go on that. So you started this channel, you went full speed, COVID hit or it was after COVID? Yeah, so COVID hit after I went full full time. Okay, I like how it's like the BC. Yeah, <laughs> before COVID now. Yes. <laughs> now what's yeah, the steal that? That's good. BC. BC before COVID. What now? What's the uh, now? What's the community like out there? Is is there a large mountain biking community or? Yeah. Oh man, it's so great. I, I mean. I'm sure the community is pretty much the same everywhere. It's just like mountain bikers are so great, you know? Uh, But yeah, we have a, we have a thriving mountain bike community out here and it continues to grow, which is like the best part of it. You know, every day there are new trails being opened up, uh, new skills, parks. Um, It's just, you know, more, more people volunteering. Uh, I see a lot of like beginner places opening up group rides, you know, it's just, uh, yeah. As a mountain biker, like this is what you want, right? And and yeah. that's I guess that's another goal for the channel is is to kind of spread this joy and just let people know that this stuff exists, you know, and, and you don't have to just be playing video games all day, you know. There's this yeah. whole world out there that you can experience. And we were talking about this earlier about the you know, just experiencing it with and this was before we even came on, folks. We were talking about how mountain biking it's an expensive thing, but it doesn't have to be to start out. You know what I mean? You can get a rideable bike to learn on this. Uh, what kind of bike did you start out on? Oh, I, I started, I think I had like a, <laughs> I love the, Oh, <laughs> I think I had like a, I had like a, a hybrid something from like REI before I, you know, just to kind of ride around with my kids and stuff. Um, but my first actual mountain bike, I think that was like a Scott Spark or something like that. Um, it was like a hardtail. And I just remember my buddy John took me to uh, this place called White Clay. Um, and uh, he's like, do, do you want a mountain bike? And I was like, sure. And he took me to this place and it was like a roller coaster. And I just remember like within the first five minutes, I turned to John and I was like, this is mountain biking? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, 
I gotta go. And I just went and bought a mountain bike, like right then and there. Um, but yeah, we, we, it, 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 I think, you know, I, this was 14 years ago, but I, I think that price point probably still is probably still the entry point. I, I think that Scott Spark probably is about a thousand bucks. I don't know that if you really want to get onto the trails, you probably need to be around that price point, which is just such a shame because it, it makes mountain biking inaccessible for a lot of people. You know, I mean, can, can you go out on a, on a Walmart bike? Yes. Yeah. How far can you go with that? I, you know, it, it depends on your trails. If you're doing like flowy trails, maybe you can get away with it. But yeah. if you plan on doing anything that's technical, it's not going to hold up, you know? Yeah. So, it is it is a shame that mountain biking has to be so expensive, you know? Well, I also think that, you know, it can get you on the trail, like at our level, and I'm nowhere near your level, and I've been doing this twice as long, but I, I love it and I have fun, and that's all that really matters when you're on a bike. Yeah. Um, I think it's, you can get on it, learn the basics. You're not, because you're not, you're not sending it or going down rock slabs like you when you first get it, but you can fall in love with the sport with the cheaper. Yeah, you absolutely can. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can steal your mom's credit card. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hold on, Jennifer Falco. Thank you so much for coming on mountain bikers equals. Yay. Do you know Jennifer? I do. Oh my God. You got all your friends. You got tons of ladies and gentlemen, has tons of friends. If you could hit that subscribe button, that'd be great. Um, but I yeah, think, Daddy, what was one of the talking about starting out with a rock hopper? I've been, I, I just yeah. now went full suspension. I've been doing hardtail rock hoppers for 10 years or so, more. Yeah. And wow. yeah, yeah, as long as you're on a mountain bike having fun, you know. Um, and now, what are you riding now? What have you upgraded to? Um, let's see. I have a, oh, I have my BMX bike in the background there. Nice. Um, well, have, what is that? That is a specialized P20 Pro. I don't even think they make it anymore. <laughs> um, I have a giant PCX from like, like 2014. That's my workhorse. That's, that's the, it's a road bike, but that's probably the bike that gets the most wear and tear because I nice. just train on that thing all the time. Uh, and then for mountain bikes, I have a single speed, a titanium um, uh, Carver single speed. Single uh, speed, man. You're really working it on that. Oh, I, uh, Johnny, I spent probably the beginning part of my mountain bike career. The first year uh, I had that hardtail, um, that's got hardtail. But probably right after that, I met a group of people and, and Dan's one of them. And that group was just single speeders. And so... I single speeded for about two years of my mountain bike career and wow. mostly on a, on a rigid. So <laughs> rigid single speed. Oh and, man, uh, you're earning it. Oh, I, I really did. But you know what? That that bike taught me everything that I needed to know. You know, you, you can't. Yeah, you really, you can't mess around on a single speed. You know, you have to learn to pick your lines. You have to learn to love pain. Uh, and, <laughs> and I just... I, I just, I fell in love with single speeding and then that kind of led into everything else. And, and I guess the other bike that I have is a, I have a fat bike, another Carver. Um, and then my main steed is probably my Ibis. Uh, it's a Mojo three and, oh. uh, 
yeah, I've had that for probably about four years. It's probably getting close to the end for that bike, but man, I just love that thing. So, you, so your garage is full. Yeah, <laughs> you could say that. Yeah, yeah, not like he's an addiction. <laughs> oh my gosh, I wish I had I had the means um, and the space. I, I'm I've got to make a reel to show people where my bike is in my house. It's ridiculous. I, I have it. So I have, I have a carport. I don't have a garage like most normal people. And there's a door and you open the door and it's underneath where my stairs are in my house with the hot yes. water heater. I have my wife's e-bike, her little casual, you know, getting around bike. And then mine is kind of stuck in there. Jimmy did. Yeah. I have, and, and I have, there's vents, you know, circulating vents that are in the door. I have them all blocked off in wood. I'm boring the hell out of people now. We're going to lose subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> a fan that runs 24 hours and a dehumidifier. So nothing rusts. Yeah. I've got to make it real. It's horrible. It's horrible. And you've got a full on garage. And, and one in your room. Bikes are just stashed everywhere. I mean, I, I, I wish I had a garage, but no, they're just stashed everywhere. Yes, Jarno, mountain biking is an addiction. Now that's a slogan for a T-shirt. He's going to be selling them soon. Yes. So you're riding. You're addicted now. Hardtail, single speed. This is why you're in shape. You can tell you're in shape. He's a folks. He's a runner. He's a a road biker, a single speed mountain biker. You upset me now. <laughs> <laughs> by being in shape well I, you oh. know what that, that, being in shape is is one of the things i guess if you want to be a youtuber right it's like if you're you can't you can't do you can't preach if you can't do right so it's yeah. like you know if i if i want to be able to ride these trails um to the best of my ability it means training you know and and i take it i take it pretty seriously um which sucks like i don't i don't enjoy the road bike uh i actually find road riding to be more dangerous than mountain biking you know yeah. like people especially around philly like i mean it's dangerous like the the cars just they don't really care so um but you got to do it yeah. you know you got to get out there you got to do it rain or shine it's it's one of those things that that you just got to get it done i love that attitude though you're like this is this is my job and i have to do this to be good at my job. I mean, it's like you told me earlier, you went full, full force. You went in it and you're like, if I'm going to be a mountain bike YouTuber, I, I need to be able to walk the walk, talk the talk. That's it. That's it. That's amazing. That's, I, I love your attitude. It's, I, I hope it, I hope it wears off on me after tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian and Aaron says, thanks. We're, I guess they're closing their account now. Oh, um, I was saying to, to Johnny, Brian, man, you are so talented. That dude, we went out to, um, we went riding and that guy, he's got trial skills and it's just unbelievable to watch, um, watch this guy work. And, and, you know, that's another thing about, about the YouTube world is like, I've gotten to meet all these people and it's like, you can learn so much from people, you know? And it's just like, that's life, right? Just like learning from people and just picking up little things. And I, I think Brian and I, we, we talked about doing a collab soon about like just doing how to, because 
Brian rides flats, you know, and I'm, I'm a clipless rider. So, you know, we thought about doing a, a video together where, you know, we'll take the same feature and I'll do it clipped and he'll do it on flats and, you know, just kind of yeah. giving those two perspectives. But man, just like watching people that are good at their craft is just, it's mind blowing to me. Like I've gotten to meet so many talented riders and I, I, I got to tell you, when, when you, when you watch someone and they make it look easy, that's when you know they're good. Yeah. 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 This is why I don't do riding videos. This is why I talk for a, 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 a <laughs> No, I'm not kidding. Like, no, I always joke. Nobody wants to sit and watch an old guy suck wind for, you know, 13 minutes or whatever. And, and, but you bring up a great point is, is this community, like with Brian or any of these guys, I've seen a lot of these guys ride and you do, you can learn so much from, I mean, all these guys that are in the comments section are Jarno in Finland. He's killing it down his trails. Seth was here. You know, they're all great. I think in order to be successful at what you do, like you said, you condition yourself. Nobody, again, nobody wants to watch somebody. I think it would be good to have a failing YouTube page, meaning like just somebody doing really bad, but it would be comical. Yeah, yeah. But you, the community that you're talking about, do you get to collab and do you get to meet a lot of people since you've started this? I, I wish that I would meet more people, but I, I think the places that I ride and the things that I ride are not things that most people are interested in doing. I, I think I think that's what I love about my channel because uh, I'm bringing something different, right? I think you you brought up a, a BKXC and single track sampler, which you know those those guys are like the the godfather of POV, right? Yeah, um, and and I think I'm like right in between those two people in terms of, of skill set. You know, like Brian is very, very much in, in shape, you know, super fitness guy. He loves tech, uh, single track sampler, probably not as fit, but like really into the jumping. And I think I fall somewhere in between those two. Yeah. I just I love the tech, but it's it's hard to I think more people are into into jumping and stuff like that. So it's, it's hard for me to meet people that are into the things that I'm, I'm into. But that's also been great because I'm trying to introduce these things to a new group of riders. You know, yeah. I, I think that's one of my goals is to kind of introduce people to slow speed tech, you know. You know what? Um, and Steve just jumped on. Crap, I just got here. I missed most of it, didn't I? Steve, he already said he has four hours blocked off. Steve <laughs> says he doesn't want any to do anything tonight but just sit here and chat. With this goofy guy. No, but you're, you're right. And folks, if you haven't seen Trail Sage or you haven't seen Sage ride, more sunshine. <sighs> you're not a beginner. You're not a beginner. You're a very talented rider. And, and, and that's what I like watching. Don't you wave your hand at me like that, mister. You are. You're, you, you're, you're a talented rider. And I think that's what brings people to you and keeps you watching is that Again, you talk the talk. You can walk the walk. You're, you're not a beginner. You're not somebody who's learning. You know what you're doing. And I can trust you as a viewer to, like I was just recently watching one of your videos of just climbing. <laughs> climbing, because I'm not a big climber. I'm not a big climber down here. There's nothing to climb. 
There's not a lot to climb. But I listened to you and I and I I kept lis- listening to you and I took your advice for the times that I do need to climb. Because again, you can walk the walk. And that's through conditioning, I guess. I guess so. I I, I think I, I, you and I had talked about this off camera, but I think it's also important to to show the failure too, which is why yeah. like for every destination uh, and even in my reviews, I'll put bloopers at the end because I think it's also important to to show people that you know I I may have done it in the video, but it took me like 13 tries, you know, like I'm not getting this stuff first time. It's taken me a lot of work. And, and those bloopers are met, are there on purpose. It's, it's to show like, look, I'm, I'm just like everybody else. I'm screwing this stuff up way more than you, than, you know, you know, on the final, I, I get to decide what gets, you know, what ends up on the cutting floor and what gets onto the video. And, and the bloopers is a way for me to show like, yeah, you know what? I'm not perfect, and it and I'm screwing up a whole lot. Yeah, but oh wow, just I was sorry. I <laughs> I was listening to you, and I forget what I I hate that when people listen to somebody and then they forget. Um, <laughs> it's just funny. It's like I get so enthralled in what you're saying, and I'm like, Whoa, where was I going? In your defense, Johnny, I, I did abruptly stop. I was like, and then done. Yeah, man, that's all your fault. Why you stop? That's not how you do it in a podcast. Um, but, oh, this is where I was going, is that you were talking about the POV and, and you know, your single track or your BX. You add a little bit more. And I think this is what's great about, and this is where you get it probably from your production side. It's not just a chest-mounted ride. You get those different angles. You'll take off, and I don't know if it's a 360. You'll take it off and follow your buddy. Um, oh my God, what's his name? What was it? Dan. Dan. You'll follow him and show everything and stuff like. It's yeah. not just, you know, you go, hey, I'm going ride and slap it on, and and to people who do it, keep doing it because I'm watching the heck out of it. I love it, but you you do go and 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 add a little bit more to it so you you're doing a little you're doing different and it's good thanks johnny i, I think, think about that while you're riding you're like oh that that was a moment that was a let's session this and i'll put the camera here or i'll put yeah. the camera up in the tree or i i think you bring up a, a really good point because one of the things that that someone had said to me when i first wanted to start out was they said well what's going to make your channel different you know, like, what do you, what do you bring to the table? And I, I had to think about that because, you know, I, I'm not doing those jumps. I'm not doing all those things, but the one thing that I, I guess I, the one thing that I am good at is I'm good at being able to talk while I'm riding, you know, and, and, you know, there's not much going on upstairs. So <laughs> it allows me, it allows me to like kind of talk through the trail, um, which I think it's a pretty unique feature. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen many people that that can ride the tech and and kind of talk, and and that's kind of more my forte. Um, and it, to me, it's like you know, I'm not a Nate Hills, I'm not Remy Metalia, I'm not you know flying down these hills. So how can I make my video interesting but different? And that that's how I'm able to do it. And I'm able to, to kind of talk through these different features. And again, you know, when I'm doing a destination ride, I want you to know what's happening, you know. And and I, I think I saw someone make a comment that that the features look um, 
they don't look as hard on the GoPro. And, and that's true, you know? So I try and talk through the different features that I'm on because the GoPro doesn't do a very good job of, of showing exactly what you're going up against. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a gift, I guess, that I'm able to, to talk through all this stuff. And I, I think that's what differentiates my channel from a lot of the other channels. Yeah, uh, you, br you bring up the damn GoPro. If they could make a GoPro that actually makes you feel or see that, and there are some videos where you're like, you know, Remy or, or uh, I'm drawing blanks. You can see it because what yeah. they're riding is just disturbingly sick. But yeah. I love the fact that you will get off and show that feature from a different angle with your buddy who's riding it or he'll hold the camera and show you riding it. I, I really think for, for YouTubers, take a second, show the feature. If you really want somebody to know that, that angle, get it. Yeah. Now somebody brought it up and I wanted to bring it up later. Love the bloopers. Jennifer DeFalco. She loves the bloopers. The bloopers. I came for the ride I came for the, the the review. Stay for the bloopers. Yeah. It's it's like the, the ending of a Marvel movie. You stay through the credits yes. to get right. to that little Easter egg or whatever. Yeah. What possessed you? I like I said, I just I I thoroughly I, I want to show people like it, it does. It, it takes me a, a long time to do this stuff. And I, I just, I think it ends, it lends a little bit of credibility and realness to, to the videos, you know, um, I, I'm terrible on camera. I, I have to, I have to script everything out and it takes me, you know, take after take after take after take. Um, when I'm doing the destination rides, you know, that's not scripted, but you know, I fall a lot, you know, I fall a lot, um, you know, and, and Dan's also like super funny, like he's a really funny guy. So there's just so much stuff that, that and lends a realness to, to what you're seeing. So you're not just seeing everyone just make everything all the time. I think that's as a, as a YouTuber, I feel a sense of responsibility to, to show that side, you know, that, that it's not like so much, I think like you go onto social media, you know, you go onto Instagram, Facebook, all these different things and you're seeing all these amazing pictures and videos of people just clearing all this stuff. And like, yeah, I mean, that's awesome. But like, you're not seeing how many times it took them to do that. Right. And so I think the bloopers lends a little bit of credibility to, to that, you know, it's like, okay, wow. All right. He wasn't, he didn't just go up and just ride down that slab. It, you know, he had to get off and look at it or he fell off of it a couple of times or whatever. And, you know, it, it is, it's, I'm glad that it's hilarious too, but like, it also gives a lot of credibility to, to, you know, this is life. This is YouTube. This is what it, what it takes to be able to do these things. You're going to fail. You're going to fail. It's going to yeah. suck. You're going to get hurt. And that's part of it. Now also, now did someone, push you to do it or did you go is that a little bit of the goofy sage in you that said okay i've been doing all this stuff for so long and it's so informational and so blah blah i want to show i want to show the real sage <laughs> well it's all the real sage yeah but i mean the the, the goofy part you i mean all yeah. of it's real sage your smile your information but is there a little part of you that goes i'm a complete goofball as well and i want to show that off 
I, I guess there is a little bit of that. Absolutely. Yeah. I just, I, I actually thoroughly enjoy making the bloopers. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I look forward to, to editing too. It's, it's, um, yeah, I guess it is, it's, it is a good way to kind of show your goofy side. Yeah. I mean, there's, again, you do reviews, you do trails, you do, but with that smile and them smiling eyes again, mm, you, you probably, there's probably a little sage in there that goes, Oh, this is this is funny. This is funny. <laughs> I, and folks, I'm going to pull this up now. Look, it's right here. I don't even have to go to a specific. Um, I'm pulling up Trail Sage on YouTube. That's without a space. Go like and subscribe all all of his videos. And, and look, it's even you're even chaptered. I love Always. that. Always I love that. But look, look, look. You go eight minutes and fifty seconds into this, and it's. And I hope Dan doesn't mind. Oh my God, how much money are we making you tonight? Just showing your videos. We got to play. I already played this once. I wish I was making money. Holy crap! <laughs> Look at Real Sage is making bank during this thing, and 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 here I am. Just uh, my wife is starving. My dogs are down to their bones. Well, listen to this, folks. I think that it's cool and unique. I don't really know what a pump check is. Hey everyone, welcome to Trail Sage, and today I'm my butt. See what goes on to taking on an endeavor. <clears throat> Trail Sage, and today I'm my butt. He's thinking about getting a pump track installed. Oh, hey Sean, how you doing? Someone's excited. Pump track day. <laughs> pump track day. Are you excited for the pump track? Yeah. Like, yeah. It didn't sound very exciting. Make me nervous with that thing. Hey everyone, welcome to Trail Sage. And today I'm up and today I'm up my buddy Dan's swallowed that. We're gonna talk to Sean and talk to him. Nail it the first time. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> I need some more excitement, girl. <laughs> They're like, yay. Yeah. Dad's making a shovel. Are you aware that you have to build a smaller pump track for the cats? No, that's news to me. Yes, yeah, so there's a cat pump track apparently. <laughs> it's probably gonna be the Folks, this is, you go on, are they all, let me, so. And he's online, but I bought mine at my local, yeah, here you they go. were talking about the, more bloopers, folks. Like Bus Central, increase in pinch flat for 15% in punch, and it's designed to be, and to hold that tire to the rim, there's, okay, so now that you know, okay, so now that you, okay, so, okay, so, usually yep. this will happen, <coughs> you can find these online, but I bought mine at my local bike shop. You can find these online. <laughs> Folks, that's just a taste of the, uh, did I embarrass you? I love it. I that, love is, it. that is me. It takes me probably for a five minute review. It, it's probably about an hour and 15 minutes of footage. It's crazy. Yes, Mark, it, it is great. You've got to go. You got to go on, and even if you don't, I mean, watch his videos, but he, it's chaptered. So, you know, if you know there's a blooper, it's so funny. Fruit Punch provides all the bloopers I need. Oh, he's got a buddy. Mr. Dusty Dutchman has a buddy that provides all his bloopers. They really are. It's just so, it, it's a breath of fresh air knowing that, YouTube content creators or any content creator, you mess up. I 
did a little tease today. Hey, folks, Johnny, you here, Mountain Bike Q&A again. Easily 10 times. <laughs> Easily 10 times. I'll forget yep. your name. I'll be like, yeah. I'll forget to even say it. Or, you know, it's, I, I'll, I'll go, it's 8 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Son of a, and then I pop back down and it's. You it's, should make a blooper reel. Oh, no, I'm not going to steal your your stuff, man. That's, that's your thing. That's no, no, come on now. It's all about, what, what, is, what is the saying? It's a good artist uh, steal. No, wait, what is it? The best I form of, of flattery is imitation. There we go. Something like that. <laughs> now, going back, now, now that we brought your YouTube back up, I, I know you love riding. We all do. That's why we're here. But... Do you enjoy the reviews? Oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah. I mean, do you do you find it difficult to? How do I put this? Do people send you stuff? Do you have trouble reviewing stuff people send you? Or I I wish that people send me stuff. I I probably maybe the um, maybe have like one or two products where where somebody sent me stuff. So most of the stuff is just stuff that I I use. Um, but no, if, if someone has sent me something, I I, I don't hold back anything. Um, <laughs> I am, and that's part of it. Like I'm, I I say that in my email reply back. Like, listen, if you're okay with me testing this and, and putting it through the gamut, you know, I no. will be I will be doing it. And yeah, I don't I don't hold back any punches. I, I think that's the nice thing about not being sponsored. Um, I don't have to worry about you know making someone else happy. Having said that, if someone wants to sponsor me, please, you know, please, yeah, trail, absolutely. That trail Sage, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that trail but, sage. but yeah, the the reviews. I, I get more concerned about about again my my opinion. You know, I I don't want to be a CNN or a Fox News where I'm just like giving you my opinion. I want to be able to back it up, and I think that's why. I put so much B-roll in all, in all my in all my reviews because if I'm if I'm telling you that this tire has good traction, I want to show you that the tire has good traction. You know, I, I don't want to just say it. I want to show it, and I want to come up with innovative ideas to kind of take my opinion out of it and try and provide more facts. Yeah. And so, you know, reviews to me are a really good challenge. You know, and I just I, I love that. I love being able to give you my opinion based on my experience, but also trying to back that up with a lot of footage. You know, if you watch one of my reviews, it's not a, a guy on camera that's just talking, you know, like this tire is amazing. And uh, I wrote it over here and I did this and it was yeah. great in the wet. But no, I'm going to show you me riding in the snow. I'm going to show you, you know, me crushing a downhill or falling off my bike or whatever it takes. Yeah. You know, I just, it's packed with B-roll for that purpose. Or, or dragging it across sandpaper or with, dragging a, across with sandpaper. A, a, a scale on it and stuff. I mean, you, you really review stuff too. You just like, I've wanted to, I've thought about getting into reviewing things because I do, I do like things. Yeah. And I, I'm always worried because I don't, I don't have the know of all the stuff to compare it to. I don't have the background of the, I do. I, I actually have a script written for a my my wife's e bike, but I'm always afraid to do it because I don't know if I have. I, I guess I could make it entertaining enough, but like you really, someone wrote up earlier, you should wear a lab coat because you really put stuff through the ringer. 
You, know, I, you, you, know, you really, I think you really give the use and the product justice. You don't just go, well, you know, these, these bone conducting headphones, I, I didn't like, there wasn't a lot of bass and you get, you like really put it through stuff. Yeah. I, Do you, you know, you, you were, you were saying, you know, you, you didn't know if you had the review cause you don't have the, the knowledge. I don't, I don't look at it that way. You know, I don't look at it like, like the tire reviews, right. You know, I, 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 don't have the funds or or the resources to inspect every tire and i don't think that that's what people want you know people yeah. see the riding that i do at these destinations and they're interested in hey what do you ride you know i'm not trying to give a review on hey i've ridden 35 tires no this is the tire that i'm riding so if you're interested in what i'm riding this is what i'm reviewing and i, I try not to concern myself with well, did you try every tire? It's like, no, I'm, I'm just a small YouTuber. I mean, if I, if I had that resource available to me, I would do that, but I wouldn't like not do a review because I'm not an expert. I'm doing the review because I want to show you my experience with this product and that's, that's it. Yeah. But you also, you've probably written a few tires that you know what to expect from a tire and i love one of his first videos folks if you please do go on not right the second trail sage at trail sage no spaces on youtube um you do there's a helmet behind you yes was that is that the helmet that took the crash no oh my gosh You're, yeah that was like the second video i put out right? i know and i think that was one of the most honest really great like your second video was like an incredible review folks if you don't know go on to it do a scroll down he did a really great review on a, a bike helmet your fox yep took a crash and it was one of the most honest like it was really because you experienced it you didn't just buy a helmet wore it and said well i like the way it fits <laughs> you really <laughs> tested it yeah, you tested it beyond testing it. Tell me what happened. Oh man, you, you know what was crazy, Johnny, was that 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 was like literally the second video that something like that second video that I put out on the channel. I decided to create this channel, and I went on this ride um, with my buddy Dan, and I went off a jump, and I broke the the T one in my back, two ribs in both my wrists. Oh my god. And, um, and I was just like, this is not a good way to start the channel. Like, I can't make any more content, you know? <laughs> I've been sitting there. Going I'm going completely... all in. I'm going to break my back. Yeah, yeah. So um, that that was crazy. But that that helmet literally sell, saved my life. And um, it, it, it actually, the injury actually benefited me in a weird way because I was able to, well, honestly, I got a, a review out of that helmet, which was great. But also, <laughs> it, it allowed me to create content based around my injury. So I did a lot, a lot of like, you know, how to recover from an injury, stuff like that, you know, and, and, you know, training and what did that look like and all that stuff. So in, in a way it brought a new form of content for me. It just sucked that it was like right at the beginning of the channel. <laughs> I, I I'm going to go full, I'm going to full throttle with the YouTube channel. I'm going to break my back. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did that, did that scare you? Like you were like, oh my gosh, I just put all my cards in YouTube and, or, or did all of a sudden the gears start turning like crazy? The, the, 
what scared me was was my life flashing. Well, yeah, <laughs> that, that's I, secondary. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube is one. <laughs> yeah, I did get I was I did get pretty depressed um, after that. I was just like, oh man, this is not the start I I wanted. But I'm I'm not someone that like dwells on things you know I'm, I, I my buddy Anthony will tell you I'm, I'm a doer you know and it's like all right well this is what this is what is presented to me how do I make this happen you know and that's that's pretty much how I go about most of my life I take what's presented to me and I just move forward with it and and that's what it was you know I just I got hurt and I was like okay how do I how do I make lemonade out of these lemons you know and yeah. that's kind of how I approached it oh my god I'm gonna cancel my therapist right now like seriously you broke your back your wrists um and then you're like i can i can go in this direction while i'm healing and that's yeah. and that's what you did and then the reviews and how the healing so i guess what you're here we go anthony says it trail sage does not know quit thank you buddy again you're, <laughs> this is the second time during this Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Here we go. Steve says the mountain bike pro helmet really does the trick. Crash. No, <laughs> 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 fractured rider asked this earlier, and I, I, I don't want to bring it up, but I'm going to backpedal and then go forward again. I warned you. Um, night rides. Do you do new night rides out where you're at? I used to do night rides all the time um, before before I had a YouTube channel, you know, just, you know, working a nine to five, you try and get rides in whenever you can. So that that usually means riding at night, especially out here on the East Coast, it gets dark probably around like five o'clock in the winter. So if you're not night riding, <laughs> you're not riding. Um, but since I started my YouTube channel, all my rides and my training happened during the day. So I don't I don't do too many night rides now, but. Um, I am reviewing a light um, pretty soon, and I use it on my scooter, so I'll be I'll be reviewing that pretty soon. Oh, nice! Is that, ladies and gentlemen? I'm sorry, I have to take a pause. Mike Mitchell, Run Bike Mike, is in the house. Do you, Sage, do you know Run Bike Mike? I don't know Run Bike Mike. You literally should get together because it's in his name, Run Bike Bike. You could have been Run Bike Sage. And you guys could have been clashing and all the goodness would have happened. You guys could have collabed with the running. He loves some, some, uh, Brian and Aaron will quit for cupcakes or that's Aaron. Um, I love the fact that you, you seriously, you didn't stop. You said, no, no, all of this broken stuff. I'm going to reinvent this channel until I get, where I want to get and you kept putting out well I mean product well you had to for one it's your it's your bread and butter or it was gonna also, be so that that's all part of mountain biking right like you you're if you're a mountain biker you crash you know that's part of mountain biking so it's like that's part of the story right so in terms of like the channel the channel is is a story well, this is just something that happened and now how do we deal with this? And I think as mountain bikers, we can all relate to that. You know, like yeah. my latest injury was a separated shoulder, you know, and it was like, okay, well, that's a really common injury for a mountain biker. So I was like, okay, let's make a video on separating shoulders, you know? Yeah. And yeah. 
you know, I, I try and do that with everything. You know, if it's if it's an injury or if it's a setback in another direction, you know, I'm trying to include all those things in in the channel. You know, it's not just about uh, reviews and, and destination rides. I do a bunch of insight videos, um, and you know, I, I, people get what they get out of it. But you know, for me, it's like it, it's almost like therapy. You know, because I'm working through it at the same time that I'm I'm creating it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a, that's just your your attitude is great. I love it. <laughs> I, no, I'm serious. Like most people go through a funk, but you were like, "This is this is what I'm doing. This is what I got to do. Let's do it. Let's record it. Let's throw it up there because this is what's happening for me." Yeah, fractured jar. And I was like crashing as part of mountain bike. <clears throat> I'm gonna pause there because I bragged on a podcast that. I've never owned pads or anything. I mean, a helmet, yes, but I literally, I my friends would hate me because they were like, oh, you're not riding hard enough. You're not crashing. I'm like, no, I'm that good. And, <laughs> and, and right when I said that, and I'm going to knock on wood right now, right when I said that I had one of my worst accidents ever, oh. crashes, and it, it's just, it is, it's part of it. You do fall down, you get up. Um, where was, oh, my wife. Oh, where they're talking about Oreos and cupcakes, folks. My wife says, Oh, I know, quit. It's super easy. I'll show you. She's probably just going to jump off here. <laughs> She's the goofy side of me. I'm the serious one. Um, so, YouTubing, was there a point? I know this was something that you. Being serious, this was something that you said, I'm going full steam. Was there a point where, because when you've gone full steam, I guarantee you're looking at numbers. You're like, because I've got to get to X to start making something. And um, did you start seeing that right off the bat? Or were you were like, what am I doing? Did I, you I, those numbers happen? Because you got to get to a certain number to start providing for your family I, I i have to be honest with you johnny i really don't look at the numbers it's it's um first of all it's really depressing <laughs> no i so, know yeah but at first no no, there you go I, I was just gonna say i really it, it's one of those things where if you just constantly look at the numbers then there's no value that you can get out of that you know so i mean you want to progress, but it, it's really about the success for me. The success for me is, is in the creation, you know? So when I'm, when I'm building out these videos, I spend the same amount of time for a, a $5 mouth guard video and a, you know, $50 mountain bike tire. Like the quality and the effort is always the same. And you know, how that video does, has no bearing on how I feel about the channel. You know, no. I'm at the end of the day, I'm really happy that I created this video, you know, whether people watch it or not, I'm really proud of what I created. And each one of those things, I think you said it earlier in the video, you said it's a baby, right? And these are all my little babies that I, that I created. And so I try not to look at those numbers because it really doesn't mean too much. I'll have one video that will take off, you know, and get like, you know, 10,000 views. And I'll have another that will just sit at 200 views, you know? And it's like, 
if you're looking at the numbers, you could just be like, what is wrong with me? You know, and it's like, yeah, it's, you know, trying to figure out the algorithm is just terrible. Now, having said that, um, the YouTube life is, is rough. You know, the, the ads don't pay like you think they do. And, and, uh, I think I had like a lot of misconceptions on, you know, Oh, once I get monetized, I'm going to be like, you know, no, yeah. it's, it's, it's terrible. I make about a hundred bucks a month, you know, uh, off of, off of, um, ads and, and that's no way to survive. Yeah. So that's what I was saying is actually just, that's where I was, I know they're your babies and you love them, but at some point where you're like, I do need to put food on the table and it gets, yeah. it gets, but you, your babies are getting it folks. Oh, I forgot to say, if anyone's, everybody's liked, I think I'm looking, has anyone liked, could you like this? Could you like this folks? Uh, and again, go to Sage um, and, and subscribe to him or just open up another window and subscribe to Sage while we're chatting. Um, the review back, backpedaling again with the reviews, how you get so deep. You reviewed this little camera thing. You were <laughs> so detailed. And I, again, <laughs> like really put your work and your little babies, you put a lot of time and effort into it and it shows because that, I mean, most people would just show the damn thing going across the screen and saying, oh, it makes some noise. And yet you went through every single possible. Do you script that? Is that something you sit? That's where I was going with that scripting. Sorry, folks, you've been here. You know my mind. Do you script all that, your reviews? Oh yeah. And yeah. instead of and, sit down and, and, and go through it and script it and plot out the B-roll and this is where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the first step in the process is, is the testing, you know, and that, that takes months, you know, I'll just put the, the products to the ringer. But once I have all that data, um, then, then I start building out a script and the script is important for me because I need to get specific shots to illustrate what I'm talking about, you know, um, so for that, that slider that you're talking about, you know, you know, one of the drawbacks was it does make noise. So if you're going to be using this in production, you can't be running the slider and, and run the audio because it, it <laughs> sound, you know, and, and, and so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you're going to use the slider, it can only be used for B-roll with, without audio. And so, you know, I need to build a script and then I need to be able to illustrate that somehow. And so. The, the scripting is just, it, it really is just, it's a Word document and I have two columns and the one column is is what I'm saying. And then mm -hmm. the other column is, okay, what's the shot that goes there? And mm -hmm. I'll go as far as to mark out exactly what parts actually get covered because I think what you'll notice in my videos is you actually won't see a lot of my face. You know, I, my FaceTime is probably about like 10% of the video. Damn um, shit. Yeah, I just... People don't want to see this. No, you know, no, stop it. Yeah, they want to see the product. You know, that's the important thing. It, the important thing isn't me. It's not me delivering. It's about the product. And so scripting that out allows me to focus really heavily on the product and what I'm saying as opposed to who's saying it. 
I think we I think everybody in the comment section, anybody watches this later, hears it on Spotify. It's that mug, sir. <laughs> no, 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 nobody wants to see this. Trust me. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Coffee again. I'm really impressed with that. That's Brian. That's why he follows Aaron. He's got a better. What's the, I'm not even going to say anything. I don't want to get myself in trouble because I might meet them later this year. <laughs> Talking about meeting um, uh, people. I've, I've met quite a few people through this, this channel. Have you been able to connect with your viewers? I know in one I, video, you, 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 after you broke your back and stuff or whatever, I don't know what you did. You got some, some cards from some kids that were fans of yours. Yeah, that was Dan's Dan's little girls. Oh, okay. Get well soon cards. Yeah. But have yeah, you been able to connect with a lot of your and do you, do you are you one of those people that go oh somebody somebody wrote something and just put your phone down or do you try to connect with whoever you're with? I I don't do many collabs, but I have to say one of the greatest things about having this channel is meeting people. Like I just I, I can't tell you how many people I've run into on the trails. Uh, locally, and they'll just be like, Trail Sage, I'm like, yo, you know, and it's just like, that's awesome, man. That's that, that to, to know that you're making a difference, you know, like, oh, I rode this trail because you said to go, you know, because you showed this in the video or, or I bought this product because you recommended it. Like, man, that feeling is like, it's so great, you know, and of course you had the reverse of that. It's, I bought that product and it sucked and it's like, oh, my bad. <laughs> But thanks a lot. The, yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot, Sage. You know, um, but for the most part, it's been mostly positive. You know, and and I have done a few collabs. I, I got to meet Jeff Lenoski, which was like, what? You know, that wasn't yeah. really a collab, but we just kind of ran into him on the trail. And uh, man, what a nice dude! Like that dude, so yeah. talented, but also very gracious with his time. Uh, I've done with a few collabs here and there with other other YouTubers. Um, mostly around like my size like i haven't done collabs with like like jeff lenoski was that was the exception yeah. but, you know most of the collabs i do are with youtubers around my size you know of, of subscribers yeah but not even just collabs you do you make it a point to like if someone comments to reply or somebody on the instagram oh, says something oh and my gosh yes I, I i don't understand that part of I don't understand how some people on YouTube don't reply on comments. I often I'll go to the video and then I'll, I'll scroll down to the comments. It's amazing how many get unresponded to. And I'm not talking like because, you know, they got, you know, 100,000 subscribers. That's yeah. understandable. But if you're if you're a small channel, you know, you know, 10,000, 20,000 subscribers, you should probably be replying to every comment. You know, that's that's important. That's just being a good human. Right. I yeah, mean, just I mean, they take the time to, yeah, to comment, watch, comment. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, the director, Eric Rodden Dirty is in the house. Man, this, do you know Rodden Dirty? I don't know Rodden Dirty. I think it's great. I think you should go through all these when we're done and check them. You guys check each other out and see, it's to bring in the community together. You're welcome, folks. <laughs> no, I finally got a chance to meet Eric. We're talking about community. I got to meet a lot of these guys out in uh, Southern California at Sky Park. And and I, I had interviewed Eric and a few of these other people here. And, and it's just, it's just so like when you meet them, 
I was, I, I didn't barely rode. I, I rode a little bit while I was out there, but I was just like, I was like a kid in a candy store. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is this person. This is, you're in 3D. And, and here we go. Hold on. Where was it? Here we go. Dan Fields. People recognize Sage all the time. Like, does it get, does it get annoying when you're in the grocery store? <laughs> Dan all the time. Cause he's so tall. He's <laughs> more famous than me. Oh, that's fun. Uh, Brian has got a serious thing here going on here. And I, ugh, I hate serious. <laughs> serious note, how many hours a week do you put into your uh, uh, post-production, but I'd say production in general, just a, an entire video that you put out? Yeah, well, easily. Yeah, easily 40 to 50 hours. Like easily. But regular work week. Yeah, yeah. And that's not counting the the capturing the b-roll and, and all that other stuff i mean just just editing and, and doing all that stuff is uh i like i said it, it takes me takes and takes and takes to to be able to do it because i'm not naturally good on camera um i'm also a really big perfectionist so i'll spend hours color correcting audio correcting oh. all that stuff you know um but i just i love doing that you know i'll ride the levels i'll, I'll go through the video over and over and it's just a joy to me. Each one of those videos is a piece of art. You know, it's just like, and I'm not, I can't personally sacrifice quality just to get something out. You know, for me, being a perfectionist, is, <laughs> it's probably like the worst thing, you know, oh, yeah. I just can't live with myself if it's mm. not done to the best of my ability, you know, like everything I do. And I, I think Dan and Anthony will, will vouch for me on this is, is a hundred percent. That's it. Everything that I say that I'm going to do is done at 100% and that's it. And so production for me is the same thing. I can't let something go that I know I didn't give 100% in. You know, it's just like mountain biking. It's yeah. just like trail running, everything. It's all done to 100% and that's it. You're 100%. No. <laughs> always, <laughs> which is amazing. Which brings me up to a point, and I ask this to a lot of creators. Have there ever Has there ever been a point where you created something and just said, I can't put this out yet. I have to do a re like meaning I have to do a retake. I'll go out and reshoot something or like I do, I do goofy stuff every now and then. And I've actually not posted because I personally said, no, I can do better and I'll shoot it another day. Do you, do you ever not put something out? I don't ever not put something out, but I will often go back and reshoot. For, oh, okay. For, yeah. 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 That's what I was yeah. going to say. There's, there's points where I, I mean, I, the segment here just said he subscribed to you. Uh, Mark, I did a little goofy thing. He's got some coffee out. Um, the sender, go get it. Kapoo coffee. Um, <laughs> I did a goofy coffee thing and I did it, sent it to him. And I, and then I told him, I'm, I, I can't, I'm not going to post it. I got to redo it. And then I posted it, but like I had to, I, I, it's got to be good in my head. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're a hundred percent guy too then. Yeah, I guess so. Or I just, you know, there's certain times where I'll say something. Oh, I could have said it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, you and I, we're right here. We're right yeah, here. I, but I think that's all as creators. We're just, we're so... I mean, because this is, again, talking about our babies. We don't want to put out an ugly baby. Nobody wants to kiss an ugly baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anthony Vega. 
Sometimes, sometimes Sage is 120. Oh, no, he said that on purpose because I, I, it's one of the my pet peeves is like when people say 110 or uh, all you can do is 100. percent That's it. You can't give 110. You can't give 120. 100%. That's it. Perfection is the enemy of good enough. Yes, it oh, is. Oh my god, I'm getting that tattooed on my chest, honey. I'm getting a tattoo this weekend. <laughs> Oh yeah, Eric is. You gotta. I don't know if you. Again, everyone. Everyone just check out everyone's videos. It's great since the channel is your. Oh, here again. Brian is just. Brian, do you want to? I'll send you a link. Let's get you on. Since the channel is your first full time gig, do you feel obligated to always have the camera on, or can you still just go and enjoy a ride without thinking of content? I was gonna get there, but let's let, let's Brian. I'm kidding, Brian. I, I, you know, I actually have Dan to thank for this, but, or not thank, I guess. Um, but yeah, there was, I was trying to get away with not having to bring the camera with me every time. And Dan was like, dude, you need to bring the camera. This is your job. You need to bring the camera on every ride. So I bring the camera on every ride now. But yeah, I was trying to do it without it, but you really, you never know when something's going to happen. So just having the camera always there, uh, you know, it sucks, you know, especially in the, in the, in the summer when it's like really hot and you're wearing, you know, all this, this gear and, you know, yeah. I, I carry other cameras with me too. And just like all these batteries and it's a pain in the rear end. I guess that's the, if I had to say, you know, what, what are the downsides of being a YouTuber? That's probably that is carrying, carrying around all that gear. And I, I think most people will tell you that, you know, that that's, that's probably the hardest part. Yeah, you probably got a, a backpack. Well, I carry a, a camel pack type thing anyhow, cause I need yeah. water out here in South Florida. I, I see people with water bottles. I'm like, how do you live? How do you live? I go through two liters uh, on my backpack and I'm like, I'm like sucking it and it's squeezing tight and there's nothing in there. And I'm like, gotta go, gotta go. Yeah. But as a creator and it's annoying, and I, my wife hates when I say I'm a, I always joke. I'm a creator. I'm creating. I got to create. Um, I'll bring my GoPro with me. I don't do ride videos, but just in case. Yeah. As a creator, we have to. And as this is your full-time job, I guarantee you at least have a GoPro in your pocket every time you go. Just at least, you know, not all of it, but I got a GoPro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, what kind of gear do you do? You have a 360. I do not. I, I wish. I wish that I did because that would help a lot. But no, I just I have two GoPros and then my phone and then my buddy's phone. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's fun. Okay, the phone is has changed my life. Uh, phone is incredible. Oh, I, I should mention in the studio, I have I have a camera that that doesn't leave the studio. It's just always right in the studio. But when I'm out in the field, then it's just to the two GoPros. That's it. Oh, right there in front of you. That's that camera. Uh, this is a webcam, but uh, oh. I'll see if I can grab it here. Oh, we're getting his belly, folks. Look at that. He's got a he's got guaranteed six pack. Okay, got yourself a fancy. No, it's not that fancy. It's a, it's just a Sony. I have two of these. One, one is for the overhead shots. You know when I'm doing the the product shots. Yeah. Uh, and that that lives over there. Um, and then this one always stays here at the office. So I just, 
I don't want to have to change settings. And so this camera's always set, you know, in this spot with the in same aperture, speed. same shutter speed, all that stuff. Same with that other camera. So, but when I'm out in the field, then it's just the, the GoPros. Yeah, uh, rod and dirty. For me, the GoPro is secondary because I'm all about the story these days. He's got, he's got a full on SLR with the gimbal, and it's it's amazing. Yes, I love watching. Like I would, I would just sit back and watch you create, because all I got is a GoPro, and that's all I need. Because again, nobody. Hold on, what, what? Hold on, we got somebody just coming in here. Kyle. What's up, Kyle? How you doing? Hit He's a mountain guy. Hit the subscribe button. I like how I do that, I just whisper it. I don't want to put it out there too loud. <laughs> <laughs> so you obviously love creating. These are your babies. Um, I don't know. I don't you I, I want to tell people, I want to really just I want to dive, but there's so much here to <laughs> what's that you're like oh, oh you can look at it <laughs> he's got you've got i don't know I'm, I'm i lost my train again i'm sorry oh my god to everybody who comes on this channel i'm sorry my train derails oh no here i was going you do a behind the scenes and i really loved it i really loved it that you showed and we were talking about that of that office that you're at right now and how simple it can be to just start a YouTube channel or to start this. Talk to me about how, like, cause this is, I got two lights, camera and this piece of crap behind me. Yeah. The, I, the, you, told, I mean, you like, you pretty much, you know, pulled the screen on Oz and got to show us behind the scenes. And I love that video so much. Talk to me about your studio right there. Yeah, so like I, I, I think I mentioned it earlier in the video. Like we do have a, we had a production company, um, which my father dissolved, um, and I wanted to kind of do this on my own. So I, I didn't rely on any of. I mean, he has really nice cameras and nice mm -hmm. mics and all this stuff, and I didn't want to have to rely on any of those things. Um, so yeah, I, I set up my whole entire studio, uh, with the exception of this camera right here, with the exception of this, everything else is under $200 total, you know? Um, and I just, and the reason why I didn't include that camera is because you literally can use your phone. It's just, just as good. You could stick this thing on a tripod and, and so the lighting is all just regular house lamps. In fact, what's lighting me right now is just a, a lamp. I have another lamp up here as, as my, my fill light. Um, I have a boom mic that cost me 20 bucks, you know, and I put that on a mic stand that was like 75 bucks. And then the LEDs, you know, and it's just like, I went through exactly how I set up this shot that you're looking at here. Well, not this shot, cause it's on a webcam, but yeah, how I did that all for 200 bucks. And I think it's pretty effective. I mean, you, you really don't need it's not like mountain biking. You don't need a lot of money to get started YouTube. Yeah. It really comes down to, I think, your comfort on camera. I think that's that's where most people struggle is, is learning to look right at the lens, not at the viewfinder. 
um, you know, learning how to how to talk. Um, and I struggled. I struggled big time. My first like 10 videos are terrible. I, you know, I wasn't used to being in front of the camera. I was always the guy behind the camera. So, you know, give yourself a little bit of time. If you're just starting out, you don't need a lot of expensive gear, but you are going to have to practice. It's something that you're going to have to get good at. You're not going to just come out the gate and be like amazing. Yeah. That's, it's great advice. Ryan dirty brings up a, a great point. His biggest videos right now. It's all done on his phone. I hate to admit it, and I hope my boss never watches this, but they all know it. I'm I work for a television station down here. Most of my B-roll comes from my iPhone. Just because you can put it in, like I've got a big engineer, I got a Sony FX9, and it's a large size production camera. And I can get this thing in, in, in spots where you know you're you're getting all these cool angles and and it shoots, you know, in such a great quality now that if you're being such a great, and I'm going to stop this. I'm not going to stop because you're a great content creator. What are some things if people were watching this later on that are starting out or, or have been doing it, but are still working on it? What were, are some tips that you would give them? I know you can, being comfortable. It's oh, probably being comfortable. one. I think being comfortable, <clears throat> I always try and picture the camera as my friend. And so I take the lens, that's their eyes. And I'm literally telling somebody, if I'm doing a review, then I'm, I'm literally treating that camera as if they were my friend. And so how would I talk to my friend about this camera? I wouldn't tell my friend, it wouldn't be a dry read like, this is a delicious cup of coffee. You should try it. It's wonderful. It's very thick in flavor. No, if I'm talking to my friend about a cup of coffee that I love, I'm going to be like, yo, this coffee was amazing. You've got to try it. It was so delicious, right? So it's, it's, and I'm not saying you should be someone else. Like be exactly yeah. who you are. I happen to be like this. If I yeah. like coffee, I'm going to talk like this. And I'm going to say, yo, this was the best coffee I ever had. And that's going to translate right on camera. If you treat that camera as if it was a person, that's probably the biggest advice that I can give for getting comfortable on the camera. The other big thing is don't look at the viewfinder. In fact, if you have a viewfinder, shut it, cover it, do whatever you have to do. The minute you have a viewfinder yeah. up, your natural tendency is going to be to look at the viewfinder. So you often like someone's looking like this. You can tell. You can tell that I'm not looking at the camera. Yeah. I'm looking at the viewfinder right now. And it makes it so unpersonable. So literally cover up the viewfinder and just get comfortable looking right into the lens. Yeah, I, I, I've i always looked at when I was doing TV, I not a friend. I would just see it as an inanimate object. I thought that was easiest for me is just I'm just talking to a broomstick or I'm talking to I'm talking to a camera. If I looked at the camera guy, I would mess up. So I just look at the lens as just, I don't know, a mirror. And when you edit, I don't know if you do this. When I edit something with me, I always see myself as a different person. Hmm. Do you see yourself when you edit? I'll even laugh at myself and I go, God, that guy's an idiot. Um, I used to be really uncomfortable, I guess, like introvert style, I guess, is like being uncomfortable. But now I, it doesn't really bother me to see me see myself on camera um 
of course, there are things I hate about myself, you know, like I can't stand my voice. <laughs> but oh. even then, I've kind of got used to it a little bit. So it doesn't bother me. And, and like I said, most of my stuff, I try and cover up myself with with footage. So no. you're even the reviews, you're not going to see much of me. I mean, it's literally 10% of the video is, is me. The rest of it is, is focus on product. And when I'm at a destination, the focus is on the destination. I try not to make it about me. I try and make it about my experience. Yeah. And, and with you smiling the way you do and stuff, mountain biking is fun. Product reviews are fun. Uh, showing people something is fun. And this is what I've always told interns in television. If you're doing a feature or entertainment and you're doing B-roll and you have a script and you're doing voiceover, I always say, read while you're smiling. Smile while you're reading because yeah. the nonverbal actually comes out. Like if you're having a good time, smile and it comes out in your voice. Don't just sit there and read like this. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I hate my voice. You're talking about your voices. I, I always think I sound like Lenny from Of Mice and Men. No, dude. Yeah. Your voice oh, tell them how we're going to feed the rabbits, George. Tell no, them how you're going to feed the rabbits. Great. Please. You got that like nice little rasp to your voice. Mm. I wish I had that. That's because I talk too much. <laughs> oh, I talk too much. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. We've gone, we've gone, you know, and I, you, you thank again. I will thank you a million times even before we end. Where does Trail Sage, where is, where is that headed? Where is your YouTube headed? Where are you, where are you planning on taking? What can we expect? Uh, I mean, I'm at a crossroads right now where where the numbers aren't adding up. And so uh, I am probably going to have to pick up a part-time job of some sort. So that's that's kind of uh, depressing. But in terms of, of the channel, like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is, this is all I want to do for the rest of my life. And so whether I pick up a part-time job or not, that's merely just to feed this. Like it's merely just to, to feed this beast because for me, I, I would just, I mean, I just, I love doing this. Like I yeah. really, I, I can't see myself doing anything else. Like this, this is where I want to be. This is where I feel I make the most difference. This is where I feel I bring worth, you know, which is like a funny thing to say, but like for the longest time I was, you know, working with my dad and I was, I was, hating life i was hating work you know like i yeah. it just it was eating into me you know and i just felt like i wasn't able to i mean i you hear people talk about this all the time right midlife crisis you know it's like ah yeah midlife yeah crisis. oh yeah i'm still going but through it, it. <laughs> yeah but it's but it's true right it's like when i went through that it was like i felt worthless i felt alone you know i felt like what, what is the meaning of all of this what what am i bringing to society and this channel, and I, God, it sounds so stupid, but like, it's true. Like this channel gave me a sense of purpose. It gave me a sense of worth. Like, okay, wait a second. You do have something that you can share. Um, whether people consume it or not, is completely different. But, but I, I feel fulfilled doing this, you know? Not only does it allow me to be creative in all the ways that I want to be creative, but I also get to share my passion, you know, running and biking with the world, you know, and, and the objective isn't, isn't 
this is the only way or this is the right way. I'm just showing you another way, you know, and, and that to me, to be able to do that and to be able to bring that to people, like that's, that's just everything. Like I can't see myself doing anything else. So whether I get a part-time, well, I'm going to have to get a part-time job at this point, but I, I'm, I don't see this channel ending. Like I, I really want to see this thing completely through and, and, you know, hopefully the algorithm picks me up at some point. Um, that'd be awesome. But even if it doesn't, like, I'm not in it for the algorithm. I'm, I'm in it because I really enjoy doing this. And, and the, I have to say like the, the members and the subscribers that I have, like, they mean everything to me, you know, they, they, I don't have a lot of them, but the ones that I have are really passionate and, and I love that. You know, I, I love hearing from them. I love hearing from them. It's not, it's not past tense. I love hearing from them. And, and to me, it's, it's almost like they're my family. You know, yeah. we've, we've kind of grown together. Yeah, grown together. They've, they've watched your yeah. baby's birth. Yeah, and- exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I, I, where do I see this channel going? Who knows? I mean, the sky's the limit. Like, I really, honestly, I just want to keep pushing at it. Whether I just get discovered by the algorithm or not, I don't really care. Like, I just, I really enjoy doing this. Now, at some point, I may have to care. <laughs> I might be on the street. Um, but, you know, until that day happens, I'm going to keep pushing. Man, folks, if you listen to a podcast, I got to take a break. I mean, you, you're, 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 your attitude is so amazing and I, and I love your positive energy and this is why I've become such a fan of your channel. Thanks Johnny. And, and I, and I, and I think I, I'm honored to have you on this channel. No, it's the other way around. Because if I ever meet you, I swear to. <laughs> no, but you, you, you bring up a great point. Like my wife wishes that I could, and we, we teeter on, whether I could do this full time and, 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 you know, we could still stay afloat and stuff, but it's, it's that drive that you have and that, that, that I'm going to do this attitude that that's amazing. It's just, and let me bring up Mr. Mark Hill's segment uh, uh, comment. I love how an old video on YouTube can still be discovered today or in the future. You just never know when it takes off. And I love how you found our groove and healthy mindset to do what we do. It is amazing. Do you, do you see that now when like somebody like me, I just found your channel and now you're getting the views, some more views, not a lot, just me, but another view. And you, these things still, they pick up steam like this tonight. We'll pick up steam tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Do you see that in your videos? And um, I, I don't. What I see. Oh, God, is, never mind. Don't answer it then. No, I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> what I see is, is every view and every subscriber, every member that I do pick up is invested. And, and that means more to me than picking up you know, hundreds of subscribers, you know, that, that don't care, that don't watch, you know, like the subscribers and members that I have, they do care and they do watch. And that's more important to me than picking up, you know, frivolous numbers that don't mean anything. Like I, I can't tell you how many videos we watch about like, you know, and I say we, cause I know you do too. Like, just like how to be successful YouTuber, how to, you know, get a million subscribers, how to do this, what you're doing wrong, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, 
You can watch all that stuff. It doesn't make a difference. It yeah. really doesn't. But if you're making what you love, then that's all that matters. I love it. Right? But, but I love that. I love that. But reaching the community, I think, is, is great. Is that like something you made two years ago is still being viewed like by someone like me it's you're bringing this community together we're all creating we're all enjoying what we do because honestly what's on tv these days doesn't even phase me (laughs) mountain bike tna that's going to get canceled soon baby i know it's going to be canceled soon (laughs) that's why this community is so wholesome and supportive you all are the happiest doing this and it radiates it's fun to watch even as a non my wife like i she loves all of this. She loves watching this just because of, of what it's creating and what it's bringing together. I don't think there's anybody that sits back or I haven't noticed it yet where you're like, Oh, I don't like this guy because he's doing like, we're all, we're all in it together. Like riding dirty. We're all growing together and make it God. I can't speak. We are all going to grow together and make it if we keep doing it and we believe it wholeheartedly. You couldn't have said it better. Actually, you could have said it better. I didn't say it better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, this is awesome. I can't thank you enough, Sage. Did I forget something? I'm sure we could come back another year when you're you're really killing it, even though you're killing it now. (laughs) I can't thank you enough. For being on the show tonight, it really Thank means you. a lot. I, I am I am really honored that, that you asked me to be on to come on. I, it really means a lot. Thank you. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, again, keep doing what you're doing. We're all gonna. Everyone over here is gonna like and subscribe. Um, I know you don't care about numbers. It's about your little baby. But um, your little baby is gorgeous. It's a beautiful baby. My God, it's like a little, it's got like a little halo on it. And it's, and it's, the baby's got like a gold diaper on. And it's, it's, it's sucking on a a pacifier that's made of gold with a little blue light behind it on a little bicycle, a little baby bicycle. It's a beautiful baby. Um, I really appreciate. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm I'm always going to be a fan. Folks, thank you for the comments and the questions tonight. It, it's been a lot of fun. It, it really has, Sage. I, you're great. No, you. Thanks you. so much to both of you, Anthony. Um, Mountain Bike TNA loves loves you, right? Loves his smiles, infectious. I said that today is that your personality is infectious. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, enough of me yapping. Sage, thank you so much. I did not get a chance today to write down a, subscri- a subscription. Uh, what do you call that? A little little thing, a description, not a subscription of you, but I will. But like and subscribe his stuff, folks. I guarantee you're not going to be disappointed. Guy has great stuff. Again, I'm horrible at ending these things because I just want to hold you like a little <laughs> baby and, and never let go. Uh, <laughs> folks, like and subscribe his stuff. Thank you so much, Sage.
Um, thank you, everybody, in your comment section. If you haven't subscribed or liked my stuff, do it. All of his stuff will be down here tomorrow, I promise. Uh, thank you so much. Now, if you can, go get your bikes dirty, folks. Bye.